My father, he thinks I'm insane. From the writers of Lost and the creators of Once Upon a Time. You claimed you traveled to this place, Wonderland. You fell in love with the genie. I'm going to find him. She's not the Alice you thought you knew. I sense that you can take care of yourself. Thursday, the search for her lost love begins. All right, Bobbitt, take your home. Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Series premiere Thursday at 8, 7 central. Followed by an all-new Grey's Anatomy and Scandal on ABC. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. Make you love me. <laughs> That's the way you bring it in. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to AfterBuzz TV. Thing is for doing, and today we're doing the highly anticipated season two premiere of Beauty and the Beast. I'm your host, Ali Kona Bradford, and joining me tonight is one of your favorites, back again. Hi, I know I guys, I've seen you already for our other interview, but I'm Paige Sullivan, and we're back officially for the season. Yes. The season has started. And before we even start, can I just say, Beasties, we've missed you guys so much. I was so excited to see this show. Now that I've said that, let's talk about how we picked up. Yeah, we're not sure how the other beasties are feeling because we're feeling like this was a little lackluster. Just a little bit. Like it gave us information. It gave me information. Right. But not in the way I I wanted to come in like guns blazing, you know, like I wanted it to be like crazy. I, I don't know how I feel about three months going by. It's a lot of time to go by and to catch us up on. So I felt like a lot of the conversations that were being had between the characters were explanatory and not the way we would normally have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, no, it does. And the problem for me was even I was checking with Ellie Kona because we watched separately tonight. But I was like, okay, so Gabe's not a beast anymore. But why is he not a beast anymore? And, right. and you know, I just felt like there were things – this, these are the facts, but I want to know why that's right, how it happened. Right. How come Gabe is no longer a beast? We just know that that cat saved him, basically. Yes. But I will say this. I don't know if anybody else made this observation, and maybe it could just be me <laughs> reaching for an explanation, but I feel like he looked younger, almost more boyish, like he lost something. His face wasn't as chiseled or something, and I don't know if he physically made some sort of change so that way he doesn't look as I feel harsh. like... I feel like I agree. And also with, we'll get to it, but like Vincent, he looks very different. Yes. And so I feel like when he lost, when Gabe lost the beast aspect, he lost the grizzliness. You know, he yes. lost the facial that's hair. It. He lost the intensity. But I think that's due to the fact that also now he's not a stress. You know, he's not a beast. He's not looking for a cure. He's not taking all kinds of crazy medications. My question is, how do you walk away scot-free from that? How do you walk away from being a beast and just... La-di-da, I am a human again. Right. Nothing affects me anymore. But at the same time, too, if you see, he's trying to constantly earn himself back into everybody's life. Like, he's so quick to be like, I can help. 
Let me earn my way. Hey, I can do this. Yeah, and Kat screwed like, up so yeah. royally last Wait, hold on. There was something that JT said out loud, and I, it made me laugh so hard. Oh, something along the lines of, and do we even like you here? <laughs> and then Tess said something at the office, too. She's like, speaking of beasts, as he walked by. Yeah. It's like, oh, goodness. Yeah. And that, even the way they wrapped up Joe. That was weird. And I'll be honest with you guys. This is how I found out that he was no longer on the show. I was actually contacting his publicist, trying to get him on this season. And his publicist was like, no, he's not on the show anymore. Yeah, we were kind of racking our brains over the summer trying yeah, to figure out, yeah. well, how is he going to, like, when are they getting like, rid of him? Yeah. Not getting rid of, but, you know, when What's is his exit going to be? Yeah. And I, there was no exit. He's just not on the show he anymore. He got fired. Cost him his job. It cost him his girlfriend. Like, so... Here's my thing. He lost his job. Why does that necessarily mean that him and Tess are over? It's not like they were sleeping together at work solely. Right. right. Maybe he moved to another state. Him and his wife decided they were going to get it back together again and moved. Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, those are the things I wanted answered. I don't know how the rest of the beastie world feels right now, but I just wanted more answers unless this is the facts. Okay, now let's move on. You right. know? Right. I feel like I just, I, I, I don't know. I thought we deserved a little more info. I agree. I yeah. can agree with you more. Speaking of deserving, there is a brand new show coming on. We all loved Once Upon a Time. And now there's Once Upon a Time. Oh, you're asking me. No, no, no. <laughs> I was going to ask you to finish the sentence. <laughs> in, in Wonderland. Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, no, it comes out this Thursday, October 10th at 8 o'clock. Uh, and so if you are a fan of Once Upon a Time, it's all fairy tales. But this is Alice. It's a whole new Alice. It's not the Alice you thought you knew. She is in love with the genie. Yes. And if you love Disney, which I love Disney. I love the intermingling of the different characters all in one show. So you'll love this one. Yes. So you're going to love it. It's not what you expected. The genie's been, been captured by Jafar and Alice is going to find him. So it's not your typical, you know, fairy tale. And if you haven't watched the original Once Upon a Time, jump on board now because it's going to get yes. good. And it's not what you expect. Yes. So definitely tune in October 10th. It's this Thursday, 8 p.m., 7 p.m. Central. And it's on ABC. And so you can catch that this week. Don't forget, Thursday, set your DVRs if you're not going to be home. Yes. Boop. Back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about, I want to break down this episode going from the top of my notes. Um, okay, so basically we see the creator of Vince. And Zhao. Okay, I'm looking at him going, so an Asian mobster created him? Or did he just become a real badass? And so like, he's after... capturing Vincent, though, right? And so, He thinks like... he's capturing Vincent. Vincent. But here's my question, okay. which I don't think they answered well enough either. Why does Zao want to capture him? I know Vincent's like his creation, but he's working for Reynolds. Or Zao was yes working for Reynolds. No, the FBI came up to him a long time ago. But this is what I think. He thought he was going to give Vincent this shot and make him supercharged. But apparently Vincent already received that shot from the FBI. So right. that's their way of luring him in. Now, why he wants Vince to be a supercharged beast, I don't know. Yeah, because he was hired by the FBI to create Muirfield, to create Vincent, to do all of these things. It's like his little baby. Right. But now it's like he's trying to get Vincent back. And if you were to get Vincent back and capture him, first off, you're capturing the beast you created. You really think it's that easy. And he thought so. But you know what he can do. I don't get it. But then what was his plans? I don't know. I feel like everybody's at this fight to try to get Vincent because he's a supercharged individual who can do things. Mm -hmm. But I think that they want to brainwash him to do whatever motive they have. So it's more of a selfish type of thing. Well, because it definitely seems like Muirfield is gone. You know, Reynolds is shutting down Muirfield. Right. With the help of Vincent. Right. 
and not in the nicest of ways. So I'm I'm still very torn. I know she's he's Kat's father, and it seems like getting rid of Mirafield is a nice thing, a good thing. Uh, he's but bad. but is he a bad guy? Here's my opinion on him. He's creepy. He's really really creepy. I don't like him. I don't like the way he showed up at Kat's who she thinks is her real dad's memorial, and he's having a conversation introducing himself to Kat, and just everything about him is slimy. Well, I don't she like knows him. he's not her dad anymore. Didn't they? they no, got... she doesn't. Oh, Kat, Heather didn't tell her? Heather knows. That's oh, why right. she's been trying to contact her throughout this oh. whole episode. Heather's like, I have something to tell you. I keep forgetting. See, Mwah. that's the problem. The, the three-month thing, I feel like the things we know, they know. I'm like, I feel like we need to touch base on this because that's – that's a huge, huge, important thing. Right. And here's my thing. What you're saying, he seems creepy to you. I feel like when you introduce a, a father or a mother figure, um, which I've seen on other shows, this uh, actual fall season where this father comes into the picture and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait, we didn't yeah. know you existed, is that most of the times you introduce them, you don't like them, you don't like them, you don't like them, and then you figure out they have good intentions and they're actually good people. I don't know if that's what's going on with him, but I don't think they'd introduce a parent figure after both of hers are dead and have it be a tragic event. No, and I will say in the season finale, he was the one who said, that's my daughter, don't kill her. Yeah. You know, when they were capturing Vincent and lifting him off the air or what have you when there were people with guns. But I I don't know. I don't like him. I, I no, think he's I very selfish as well, too. Yeah, you're my daughter. Okay, let's not hurt you but at the same time again he's out for his own motives and that is vincent let's Mm -hmm. get this thing let's program him and and it's weird to see the fbi programming something to kill other people because that just seems illegal yeah it it seems well he's basically an assassin is what we learn at the the end of this episode and we even learn in this episode you know he was an assassin for zao but you know so he's a trained killer now that's basically what he is he's he's a pawn in this big game and he's just the person who's going around killing people are these bad people? I mean, we assume Sal's bad, but right. are all the people that are going to be coming up bad? You know? I don't know. I feel and like that's what – it's one of those effects, you know, he's like a vigilante. You know, he's killing yeah. the bad people yeah. like he's always been doing. Yeah. Not intentionally killing them, but he's always been accidentally he's killing out, them. Yeah, but out to save other people, not with the intention of I'm just going to kill somebody for the sake of killing somebody. It's usually they're in the act of about to commit a crime. Right. So therefore he puts a stop. But is this another form of that? Is this bad guys in power that Vincent is killing? I don't know, but you know what I do know? I know that I do not like him with amnesia because he's kind of a jerk. I'm sorry. I love you. But you know what? He also looks really good this season. I don't know if it's fatherhood. No, I think he looks – his – I like his hair a lot better. I like that he's got facial hair going on. I just think he looks a lot hotter than last season. I don't know what it is. I wasn't attracted to him last season. You've always been a big like, oh. He's – okay, he's sexy. Don't get me wrong. He is sexy. The attitude, it's not a good well, look for Well, not the him. attitude. And- but, okay, because I guess I'm one of those people who looks and personality intertwine. Yeah, and they make should. what the person is. So, therefore, when you got this really sexy guy acting not nice. so nice, it takes away some of the sex appeal. I'm he, so sorry. He's not acting super mean, though. You know, he's he's on a mission. He's technically, like, part of the FBI. They're asking too many questions. He has to get out of these situations. Right. I mean, other than just being like, no, 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 eventually... When people hound you enough, you have to say, enough, I can't, I'm done. And I mean, the worst thing he did was trank JT, and he's fine, he's fine. No, but you know what? It was really sad to see JT and Kat both at this point where they found their friend, they're so excited, he's in the apartment, and here's JT with his picture. 11 years ago, this is me and you. And all he gets back is a really absent look like, 
oh, confusion. You know, yeah. and then, of course, Kat, the love of her life. It's been three months. She's been depressed. She's been in a hole. She finally finds him. Who are you? I I don't know about that, but I love JT when he says to Vincent, you know, it's kind of epic what you two <laughs> right, have. Right. Like, it's kind of – because JT before would be like, it's stupid. Right. But now he's like, it's pretty epic, the relationship you guys have. No, no, no. I like when they were actually in the – I want to call it – it's not an apartment, the gentleman's club. Yes. And then they're walking around and Jay's like, what's this? Why is this? And JT's like, yeah, we live here. You and me? Yeah, just me and you together yeah oh uh, as friends friends best best friends as in we are not lovers yeah but hey he doesn't know who he was in the past this is true well (laughs) that would be awkward yeah (laughs) no i mean the whole amnesia thing is kind of blowing my mind it's frustrating to see them fight for it and i also don't like i mean it's jumping ahead a little bit but when he's kissing cat and when he's like yeah I know it's what she so badly wants because it's her Vincent, but he is not Vincent. No. I didn't like – So is he ooh. taking advantage of a girl who's in a really bad no. spot? No, no. I don't think he's taking advantage. This is what I think. I think he's trying to jog his memory by kissing her. But at the same time, on her end, when she's kissing him, all these emotions are flooding back. And it almost seems like such an unfair kiss because mm-hmm. she's feeling all these things. And it's like when you kiss somebody you're really not attracted to or you just don't know them, there's nothing behind it. And the person receiving the kiss – feels that you can feel when somebody's well, that's the problem. it's in. like she is getting sucked in again you know he's back he's here he's kissing me he says he's gonna stay the night and then lo and behold he doesn't but ah like what how can you do that you know if you don't even i know he, you want to feel it i know you want to feel it but at the same time i think he lacks a little bit of his old morale because he's not the same vincent so he's just being a dude she wants me. She wants to kiss me. And, and maybe I'll remember. I want to say this. The song that they played, and if our engineer wants to play it again, because I love it so much, he totally can. But the song that he played, or yeah. excuse me, that the show played. That the show played. Perfect. Perfect. It, because it describes, if any of you have ever heard that song, I Can't Make You Love Me, the, the lyrics go along with the storyline completely mm-hmm. because you can tell this person, that's all she wants is just stay with me and love me. And he's... She can't. There's absolutely nothing she can do. And he's programmed to complete his missions, so he really can't. Yeah. Boo on that. Yeah, it sucks. Random notes of physical observation that I made that you guys probably don't even care about. But did you notice that – I want to call her by her real name. Did you notice that Tess's eyebrows were lovely and arched? And her hair was shorter. Yes. She looked great. She looked very groomed. She's a beautiful woman in general, but I felt like last season they, they tried were to make really, her very. Yeah, making her very tough, very cop, very androgynous. And finally, we get to see the womanly side of her, and I like it. Well, maybe she's stepping up her game looking so, for a new man. High five. And, well, JT, well, Austin we did will hint talk to about it. That. I knew we you'd be will so talk excited. about that. I was like, uh, I knew. I was like, uh, I knew it. I'm so it. excited. Yeah. So, but we'll talk about but that, that in our know, predictions. We're getting later. there. She's looking good. She's looking yes. like a single lady. Oh, the single lady. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but going back to Jay Ryan's look, because we're talking about physical attributes, um, he looked a little bit more harsh. I don't know why. Maybe it's like the reverse. He looks almost more chiseled in the face to me. That could be my But maybe own. it's intentional. You know, he's a yes. new and improved Vincent. Uh, and his beast looks different. Yes. No scar. We didn't talk about no scar. And just in general. Oh. Everything beastie is different. very scary. To me, it's a lot scarier. It's just like a meaner person. Yes. It's not a beast 
per se. It's yes. a person who's very angry and like yes, strong. Okay, other physical traits. Sorry, going on the scar um, <laughs> outside the scar, but also Heather. Her hair is growing out, and it's kind of doing this cute little she looks bobby really thing. Cute. Yes, I liked it. A little bit softer on her. Yeah, she looked good. They all look good. JT, you look the same. No, he looks good though. I didn't. I said they all look good. Are you good. watching? Are JT you watching? JT looks the same. Uh, um, you know, I'm gonna make a rebuttal live online right now to Mr. At Austin Basis, who made a comment about my lovely, wonderful hummingbird voice when I wished him a happy birthday. Uh-huh. I sang him a song, and he was inboxing me on Twitter, and he was saying something about it brought him to tears, Aww. but also in reference to not how bad it was, <laughs> how horrible my voice was. Thank you very much. No, he appreciated yeah. it, and you. BCs, you guys are crazy in the good, the best po- way possible. We kept yes. saying it, right? They're yes. crazy, but yes. in a good way. There are videos. If you guys get a chance to go online, all you have to do is put it in your search bar, go to Bing, and you can look it up. But Jay Ryan actually does talk about, I think Jay Ryan does it once, and I do believe, Austin, you do as well, too, as far as talking about how the BCs have had so much of an effect on bringing them back for season two, which is really awesome because you don't hear of a lot of shows having that much interaction with their fans, especially talking about it in interviews. No, this one's insane. The amount of social media effect, you know, that it's had. Yes. It's great. And I'm sure you guys will have a lot to say about this episode because, I mean, just everybody is in a whole different place. You know, they're just, they're different people. Everybody's a different person. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I love it, but... Let's talk about the end scene because we were prior just talking about the whole amnesia thing. And the one of the last scenes, we do see Kat having a moment with Vincent. And it's like she's so vulnerable and she's pouring her heart out. And, and he's just. He hugs her, though. He hugs her, but it's very, hey, buddy. I know, but, you know, it's what she needs. She hasn't had that in a long time. Did you get a chance to, unfortunately, I was taking notes at the moment, but Heather did text her because Kat jots out. Are you asking what she said? Yes. She said, hey, is everything all right? I'm worried about you or something along those lines. Like she, Because she left the tribute earlier in the evening and she kind of abandoned something that is extremely important and a sensitive topic, your father's tribute, your father recently passed right. away right and you ran out and didn't give your speech uh so however in her defense jt was falling over due to a tranquilizer he would have been fine though well, still i just think that Did you hear that yeah <laughs> she would have left you there he rude would. you can't stop a trank i mean you're just <laughs> he's gonna be sleeping i just thought you know just to save face she should have done something she should have given the speech that's first. what i'm saying she yes. should have given the speech and then left i mean this is an important thing this is your sister this Yes, you love Vincent, but this is the sister you have now. Right. And she's all you've got in regards to family that you know of. Right. Other than Reynolds. You know, she, Heather's always trying, trying, trying. And Kat is just, she has to lie and she has to avoid and she has to run away. And I just think that's not fair to Heather. Yeah. And I wanted her to even just text her back. Yeah, I I guess the reason why I brought that up is because I thought maybe Heather cut her off. The way she reacted and the way she ran over to Vince and told him, I've lost so much already. I thought maybe, again, I'm sorry. I was taking notes, but I thought maybe she just said no more. Because the whole episode, all you see is Heather constantly reaching out and talking about the fact that Kat's not returning her phone calls. She's been kind of impossible to talk to. And Heather's been trying to tell her, yeah, dad is not your dad. Well, which is very hard to bring up for anybody. I just wish, yeah, you would, you know, we all have that one true level. You know, everybody's 
felt love before, but your family is the one who's always there if you're lucky. You know what I mean? Okay. And she, but Heather is just like. But okay, playing devil's advocate, and this is going to sound awful, so wrong. But Dad passed away. This is his tribute. It's very important. But Dad's gone. Dad's not coming back. Vincent is now, and Vincent has been lost, and now he's back. So she doesn't want to lose him, too. So for her, right. maybe that's just more immediately important. Yes, but it's not about dad. It's about Heather and being there for Heather. You know, True. she lost her father, too. True. And all Kat's focused on is the fact that Vincent's gone. Yeah. You know? They're mourning. Yeah. They're both mourning. Yeah. I'm sure yeah, yeah, it looks yeah. like Kat is very upset over her father, which, yes, she is upset over her father. But more importantly, she's upset about Vincent. Yes. And I get that he's alive and somewhere needs to be saved. But the the for me, the problem at hand is your sister needs you. Yeah. And I just think that's important. But going into also the effects of Vincent and the way Kat is behaving, Tess actually makes a comment when she's in the office with Gabe and she's, you know, Gabe's trying to convince her to help. He's like, don't you want to help? And she's like, you know what? Or, or you know what he said? Do you not along the lines of her not liking Vincent? And she said, yeah, I liked him when he was here. But at this point in time, basically, I'm tired of watching him ruin Catherine's life yeah and she even said I think he said don't you want to help and she goes for Catherine always for him I don't know right you know he from the get-go he hasn't brought anything but trouble not intentionally but it's it's been a rough road and being a friend you know devil's advocate here being a friend right to somebody you'd be like this is tumultuous this is crazy you're putting your life at risk often right for this guy and what has he done for you lately girlfriend other than sit on your little side balcony thing on your right. porch. I mean, I just – I also want to mention, I don't think I ever said this last season, but for a cop in New York, they don't really make that much money. She's got a huge apartment and a really nice apartment in New York City. That is hard to come uh, by. I didn't notice. Didn't – I don't know. It looked so much nicer this season than it did last season. That totally went over my head. Maybe she maybe she had a lot of time to interior design while she was sulking. I don't think she did anything while she sulked. No, I don't to be think honest she with did you, I think she sat around with ice cream in front of the computer and buried her face in the computer trying to figure out where he was. So, but, you know, that is a key to finding him. JT finds him through, you know, a computer, pictures, facial recognition, yeah. all of these different things is how they've been social media i want to be like you think mirfield's gonna be like tweeting out look what right on. we got a beast <laughs> <laughs> when they said social media i was like the beasties might be on there but i don't think you're gonna right. find the beast hey mirfield might have a facebook page you yeah. never know click like and click no no click <laughs> like dislike except that right. it's not one of those so. let's talk about vince's new senses because apparently he's got heightened senses he can control where his I don't want to say hemoglobin because I could be totally wrong for all you doctors out there and you could be yeah, yelling at us later. Exactly. So I'm, I'm going to leave out all the technical terms, well, but basically he can spread his juices in a certain direction to heighten certain senses. So yeah. I feel like I read something and I could be wrong, but I don't know if Vince can also predict based on somebody's bodily reactions what they're going to do and what they're not going to do. Because at one point, JT had his gun up and he said, don't make me do it. And you see Vince, all the wheels turning and you see the internal parts of um, JT. JT. Wow. Yeah, his heart beating and yeah. all of that. Um, I... Well, JT described it as he had a small change in his DNA, which makes things – I don't know if it's a hemoglobin. I don't know what it is. But things work differently. And now he's more like a predator than he was a beast. So now it's oh, like he's yeah. tracking his prey. So that's where he's evolved. So so he he knows his scent. He knows the way he acts or like what he's doing. So he's literally tracking him from place to place to place. And that's how he's finding him. So he's less of a beast in the sense – he can still sense, you know – 
your heart beating and right. you freaking out and probably somebody coming up behind him. But it's no longer the way it was before. It's not like night vision and stuff like that. Right. I don't think because we didn't see right. it. I think it's more he's a predator now. They've trained him to kill and they deliver him his prey. What do you think interrupted his senses, though, as far as when Catherine was in trouble and she was passing out in the middle of him? He had the choice either attack his prey, which was Zhao, or go save Catherine, who whispering in his ear, he could hear her asking for help. And he made that split decision to save her and let his prey go. I think it's just the writers telling us there's something there. I think that's what it is. I don't think it's anything with the beast stuff. I think it's deep down in his heart. He He knows. You know, it's like when people, I don't necessarily believe in it, but like, oh, in a past life, and that's why things work the way they do now, or that's why, you know, we came into contact years ago, and that's why we have this connection now. Yes. So whether or not he remembers who she is, you know, he feels for her. And the way JT put it, you guys had something epic. I think that resonated with him. You know what I love? Now that you're mentioning that, I love that Catherine is so absolutely certain that they are meant to be. There's no question in her mind. Yeah, before there was a little bit of, uh, I don't know, hesitation. But this time, every time... Vince has a question, she has a response ready, and she's just like, I know. And she's not just knowing, she's knowing with a smile and with, I don't know, she has this look on her face, like she just knows it doesn't matter, like we are meant to be. Well, because when you lose something, you realize what it was to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Vincent's gone, and now she has this empty hole, and when you have the chance to get it back, she's going to fight. I mean, she's yeah. going to fight hard for it. And Vincent does, she, that's the thing, like, she's basically being rejected by Vincent. He's basically rejecting her, right. and she's saying no. You can't reject me because I'm F the you. one true love of your yeah. life. You can't Except reject it. me. Yeah, I mean, girls, I wouldn't necessarily recommend taking a page out of Catherine's book because the guys it might think work, you're a little crazy. Work. She's stalking him. She's literally a stalker. I mean, I, what she did today, I know it's all for his safety and whatnot, but she's putting it all out. Could you blame her? No, but then, you know, he he says he's going to stay with her all night and goes out and kills Sal. I think we knew that was going to happen, though. I know. I thought he was going to stay. I did. Really? I thought he was going to stay the night, and that was where we were going to end the episode and be like, it just stinks because now people are going to be looking for the beast again. Before they stopped because other things happened. And Joe got all wrapped yeah. up in it, and it had to. Yeah. He blew his cover. Yeah, he blew his cover, but he doesn't care because he's on a mission. He's working for the FBI. It doesn't matter to him. He's a one-track mind right now. This is true. He doesn't care. He just completes missions. That's his job. So how many episodes in do you think we're going to have to get before we actually get to see bits and pieces of the old Vincent? Next episode. Oh, okay. I'll tell you my predictions why. Okay. Well, you know what? We have a lot. I have a lot of predictions. I think we have a lot of news and gossip. I know that I'm jumping to this a little bit early, but I say, what the heck? Let's do it. Yeah. Because this episode, I mean, it just throws for a loop. So. Yeah. All right. News so. and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Do you want to go first? Because I know you had some news about Miss Heather. It's just a tiny bit of news because when I was watching, like I told you guys, I had so many questions that mm-hmm. I wanted answered. So I'm I am the worst. I Google everything. Like when I'm watching a show, I'm like, what happened to so-and-so? Why are they acting like this? Yeah. And I Googled something about Heather and uh, an interview came up, which I hadn't come across previously. I feel like she's not in a lot of the interviews, but it was an interview with Kristen Kruick and she was saying how Nicole, the actress, is actually going to be leaving the show. Uh, she was booked on Ravenswood, which actually looks great. So if you are a fan of Heather and Nicole, uh, go to, it's on NBC Family. It's going to be on in October um, in a couple weeks. So that is coming. Uh, and so I think, I'm assuming she must be a, you know, a reoccurring character, if not a main cast member. Uh, so she, if at all, is going to be popping up 
throughout the season, I'm thinking. But they said they're going to have, like, a definite exit for her. But a good one, I think. Yeah. I think, like, a happy one, not one where we're upset about upset it. that she's Angry. killed or something, yeah. So speaking of new characters, there are a few characters. I've got some names here. So if you're fans of any of these people, you can go ahead and take a look at them. First of all is Paul... Johnson, I could be saying it totally wrong, but he played Dan Scott on One Tree Hill. He's oh. going to be making an entrance. Oh, oh, what is that? Oh, wait, the dad, Dan Scott? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. no, he's an older gentleman. Yes, yes, well, yes. He was not the nicest human on that Episode show. Episode six is going to be where he's going to be making his debut. Does it say if he's a, a villain? Father? No, he, they say he's going to be a powerful businessman in Manhattan and the father of Tori, which we don't know who Tori is yet, so. Who knows? I do know that there's going to be a love triangle going on. That's going to be another challenge for Vincat. So, Ooh, a love triangle too. there? I know. What? Wow. Another one? Didn't we get rid of the redhead? God. Wow. Writers. Alex, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, moving right along. Outside that, ah, we have somebody that will be p- playing Aaron. Aaron, uh, his last name, Keller, excuse me. Wow. It, obviously, Vincent's brother. Oh, okay. We also have some people that are going to be coming in as friends. There's another guy who's going to be his army buddy that is going to be played by Blair Redford. So we're going to hear a little bit more about people who were possibly, I don't know if they're in the same unit okay. as him or not. I know that we're going to get a lot of history, a lot of explanation in season two. Who Am I was the title of this episode, but Who Am I is going to be the theme for the entire season long. I feel like each episode, a different character is going to have the opportunity to really unfold what their story Austin is. Austin kind of hinted to that for yeah. us. Um, and yeah, I would actually really like to know more about, you know, Vincent was part of this plan. He wasn't the only one. He's just the right. only one we're focusing on right now. So is he the only beast left? You know, we don't know. No, he is not. And I'm yeah. not trying to spoil it because you guys can read it online. So that's not spoiler, a spoiler. Spoiler, spoiler. But yes, there are going to be other beasts. Some of them possibly very dangerous. Others, maybe not. That's all I will say. Okay. So that's all I have. No, for... we have a baby, don't we? That is in my news and gossip. I mean, we are in news and gossip. We're in news and gossip. Okay, so if we could have our lovely picture pulled up. I know you guys have probably seen it, but it's worth looking at again. During the very last episode, last season of Beauty and the Beast, is when the baby was born. Apparently, they were. I knew she was pregnant, but they were keeping everything really hush-hush, and I didn't realize that the baby had already been born. So here's a picture, if you guys can see. It's his lovely girlfriend and the baby, whose name is Eve. Cute name. Yes. And there's not a lot of pictures of it. Honestly, of them online. Celebrities are keeping things very hush-hush lately. I I would, too. I mean, the privacy Agreed, yeah. of their children and with paparazzi and just things like that. It's better just to keep it private. Um, but it, it's a cute snapshot. She looks, you know, when their babies like that, they all look the same. <laughs> For all you moms out there. They don't, no, up close and personal they do not. But in a picture like this, it just looks like a generic baby to oh, me. <laughs> but you know what? It's really cool because I'd never had an opportunity to see who his girlfriend was. She's, yeah, she's pretty. Yes. He, I'm uh, waiting for a wedding ring. And also, he looks very similar in this picture that as he does in the episode. So I think with a smile and some kind words out of his mouth, Ali Kona might like him a little better. It'll happen. A little It'll happen. We know it's going to happen later on this yeah. season. Yeah. Well, we don't really know what's going to happen later but on. But we know season. I'm going to like him later on this season yeah. is what I'm saying. <laughs> That's my prediction. Yes. So yes. let's go into predictions. Mm-hmm. And now, your After Buzz TV. I feel like I'm in the club or something. All these lights flashing. I know. We've got a new studio here, guys. It's pretty exciting. It's my first time in the studio, so I'm having a good time. All right. So let's go on to predictions. Would you like to go first, young lady? Okay. So like I said, spoiler alert a little bit. Um, 
obviously I look at the site for CW and they put pictures up of the episodes. And so they're... Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! So part of my prediction is based off of those because... Shame, shame, shame. I know, I know. But I stumbled upon them and I was like, oh, that wasn't this episode. Uh, It's pictures of Vincent sitting outside of her window again. So I can see those. So I'm thinking they are... He's coming back. I don't think the Vincent he is now, I don't think she would be like, oh, you used to sit right here, and this is where we used to talk. I think he's, it's coming back to him, and he goes there. Uh, I don't necessarily know if they're from next week or the week after, uh, but I think uh, he'll come back slowly to Kat and to JT, and I think Tess will jump on board, you know, full speed ahead soon. I also think once we wrap this stuff up with Vincent, yes, we're still going to focus on him and his life and the the troubles that he has in meeting new mm-hmm. characters but we'll get back into the murder of the week kind of deal i think we'll get some of it i don't think consistently okay but i think we will still be solving murders okay i shall rebuttal okay yeah I mean, I mean, that's these are, these are because, but you know what that's only because i read about it so i cheated as well too but there have been a few interviews with both jay ryan and kristen Krug, and they've both said that the procedural element is kind of out the window they're right. not going to really focus on that but that's okay because i want, think that's what fans wanted yeah they're focusing more on the mythology and i think more the explanation again of who everybody is and where they're coming from and figuring out who they are as individuals and also as people really in, in yeah this season's gonna be a lot about character development agreed you know we the first season we didn't know if we were getting a second season and they right. didn't either right so it was really about you know making us want more and right. now it's about making us want these characters more right. and less the love story right you know what i mean yeah i don't know so i think there's a lot coming we've got what 22 episodes left of yeah. this we're just I on have, episode you know one. What, you know what? I'd like to make a prediction here. Okay, so obviously Austin kind of led us to believe that him, his character and Tess might have a little flingy fling, but I feel like before they get to the point where they have the fling, for whatever reason, I feel like her and Gabe, because there's so much tension, tension like there's going to be one of those moments where it's, he's going like, to throw her against the wall and just or vice versa. passionately... Or vice versa, but there's going to be a kiss or something in there because there just has to be. And I think and, he'll be around for a while. I'm going to put that on you. I think yeah, yeah. Gabe is here to stay. Yeah. And I feel like whatever happens between her and JT's character probably won't be until towards the middle, maybe end for whatever. You have to figure, though, when Awesome was here, you know, they'd filmed a little bit. Oh, that's and true. And he already was aware or hinted that's at true. this. So, you know. We're probably going to get it before Christmas break, like the winter I'm hiatus. Hoping so. I'm, I'm thinking hoping so. if it happens, if it happens, you know, he could have been leading us astray. Also, guys, uh, prediction wise, if you want to check out that in an interview, it's on AfterBuzzTV.com and on YouTube and subscribe and follow yes. us. Um, our podcasts on iTunes, you can like us and rate us and it'll be on there. So if you did happen to miss it and didn't right. know we'd done it a few weeks ago, we got to talk to Austin Basis while he was here in LA. So it's kind of awesome and I kind of missed it. Yeah. Well, you were, she was traveling the world. So. Um, going back to predictions, last prediction of the night, um, losing train of thought right now, but Tess, excuse me, um, I feel like it's going to take a really, really long time for everything, like we said, to get back to normal with Kat and Vincent, so that's why that third party is going to be able to work their way in, and I know that one of Kat's friends is going to be coming up pretty soon in a future episode, quite possibly it could be her friend that's part of the Ah, love triangle. That's a no-go, people. Either way, we enjoyed our time reuniting with you again. My name is Allie Kona Bradford. You can follow me at Kiss My Passport and this lovely lady next to me. Yes, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Paige Sell. 
So we will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Good night. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.